Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. So you're actually doing She-Hulk, aren't you? Inspired, yeah. inspired off that photo. I mean, for Halloween, you're dressing yeah, yeah, as the yeah, She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is like, like, like literally outside. So I'm at my parents' house. Disclaimer. Um, and this is really the best place to do it because I have to paint. Like I bought this white spandex, mm-hmm. and I, you know, there's purple accents on the She-Hulk. I think so. I painted the area around the neck, the sleeves, and the legs. Um, and what so color like, paint? What color paint? purple okay okay yeah 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 like like the hulk's pant you know it's always green and purple oh yeah 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 yeah. so i uh i did that kind of accent and like i'm having to like i have like a bunch of pots and pans like laying it out in the yard downstairs right now (laughs) so it's just laying in the grass that's tight yeah because like i i like i thought about doing it like in the garage or something but i'm like man i'm gonna get purple paint everywhere then my parents are gonna come back and be like what the fuck is this you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> because because I, I encourage them to keep I, I, like you know like I love my mom and dad but uh, you know I, I whenever I, I get this place to myself like I, I quite enjoy it. So yeah, I think, I, I, think um, I may start buying them vacations <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas uh, during the during the fall, and I'm like, go on. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to come down. We can have our little retreat. <laughs> oh yeah, we should. You should. I mean, sure. yeah, it's but yeah, I'll be uh, I guess uh, yeah. dressing up as uh, someone from. Wherever, who weighs, oh. whatever. whatever. Um, yeah. did, did you find the glasses? Not yet, but so after this, I'm going to hit Kroger. I have to pick up something from the pharmacy, so I'm yeah. going to check Kroger and Target. I'm sure I can find something. Gotcha. Um, but so I also had the idea, since remember Wednesday or Tuesday, he came out with the All-Atlantic Championship in the backpack. Oh, yeah. You're going to bring it in the I'm backpack? bringing the TNT belt in, in a backpack. That's pretty cool. So close enough, you know. Yeah, um, yeah no, I think you, you've got all the props and stuff. Yeah, And exactly. I'm going to have to body paint myself. I'm like, where do I do that at? Do I do it in the tub, you know? Um, uh, well, so are you full body painting? No, under? I'm just, I'm okay, just do so arms, like arms and face, right? But, but, but maybe legs because I have it like... You know, like, like, like I have. But does pants. the suit cover your arms? No, 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 it's gonna. Be... Oh, so it's just like a torso suit, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's, it's here and then it goes down to like, like, kind of like, like above my kneecap as well. Okay, so it's I... not not the full like. When I think of that, I think of like Green Man Charlie yeah. from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, like it was yeah. the full face, arms, legs. So it's not one of those. No, well, it was one of those, and I cut it up. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it had the whole thing, and I've had to like kind of cut it up and, and, and deal with it. But uh, but then yeah, yeah I've got to do the fate that I've got to do makeup. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, I'm sure we'll uh, put out some pictures of our uh, fun Halloween costumes. Yes, but uh, let's get to it, huh? Huh?
to the Brain Buster Boys, episode 83. My name is Brett Jagger, along with Beaumont Rand. Da, 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 da. Hi, uh, what's up? How we doing? Happy Halloween. Uh, yeah, happy <laughs> Yeah, we're going to a Halloween party tonight yeah. on what is it, October twenty second? Yeah, a yeah, so, early, but yeah. hey, uh, and and honestly, I, like I was thinking, I'm, I'm like because usually if I do some for Halloween, I, I leave it until the last minute. So yep. this has made me prepared, and like I'm going to a haunted house uh, or a horrorplex on uh, next Friday, and so that's really the, the only. Is that? It's a horror <laughs> complex, I guess. I've never heard that term. Yeah, yeah. What um, about so, a whoreplex? A whore, oh, that's a, a brothel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's um, a like I don't have any big. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't have any plans for next weekend. You know, so like yeah. at least like this party being earliest, it has made me get my button gear. Yeah. Pretty quick, and I'm glad it made me like make decisions early on, and like now I don't have I'm not running into that issue I run into annually, where yeah. it's you know just I don't know what my costume is going to be. That's pretty much me. Yeah. But again, if with Orange Cassidy, I have the jeans, I have the shirt. My dad had a jean jacket, and I just need to find the sunglasses and easy peasy. So there you go. I always like to try and make it simple. Yeah. Uh, well, I did do Stardust that one year when I was yeah. fully painted and in the bodysuit. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all good stuff. Yes. But uh, yeah, uh, so we attended uh, AEW Dynamite Title Tuesday. Hey. which we'll get into and it was an incredible show up until the very unfortunate ending um but yeah amazing times we'll talk through the experiences there but uh until then i know you've had a bit of a busy week mr teacher boy oh my god this week has been an absolute just insane nightmare like 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 maybe it wasn't a nightmare because i like managed it and it's not like yeah. i but like you know monday Felt like you were never going to get there. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Like Wednesday, basically. Well, when we went and saw Dynamite, and like Tuesday was like came at a really good time because I graded everything I had to grade on Monday. But then I was getting new stuff in on Thursday, and so like Tuesday and Wednesday, I was able to kind of like catch up and be hungover, you know. Um, and but when Thursday came, it was just shit hit the fan. Yeah, and I had that, and I had that other podcast data that beating the odds that had to come out on Friday, which that usually doesn't take too much time. But, but yeah, no, this week it's just been a lot of just nonstop, you know, just, yep. just work and ugh. It, it happens. It yeah, happens. And, yeah, and then and then I got done with um insurance because I had to do insurance, and I also had to submit grades, and I was kind of doing those both at the same time. Luckily, we, won't, we weren't busy in insurance. And then, um, like, I get off finally and I get everything on and I'm just sort of like, what do I want to do? And I'm just like, nothing. Like, I've had no, I've had no. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was like, I can't remember the last day I had where, like, I, like, had, like, whenever I got done doing whatever I had to do, I just had nothing to do. Like, it was Sometimes always doing nothing is the best. Yes, yes. And that's exactly <laughs> what I did. And you're out kind of in the country a little bit you know oh. at your parents house a little removed yes. so yeah it must be must be a little nice uh it nice is nice little time away yeah it, yeah it is nice but yeah i'm ready to get back in it ready for this party it's gonna be fun yeah yeah i pretty much uh well the nba started this week so that's been exciting that'll yeah. probably pull me away from some wrestling watching which has been insane of late um but yeah that's been exciting um Let's see. I worked Wednesday. It was dead. I worked last night. It was fine. Yeah. But yeah, similarly, just kind of getting ready for uh, 
this party and uh then i'll have to come back early and work the Bengals game tomorrow because it's in louisville so i'm sure i'll be in really good shape but is it a 1 p.m it is but really like i was telling my justin last night who you know um it's like for this i pretty much just walk around the field um you know i'm checking credentials and you know making sure that everyone that's down there is supposed to be down there, but mm-hmm. I've never had an issue. So it's like, what better way to beat a hangover than just walking around the field during an NFL game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On a yeah. beautiful day. Like oh a, yeah, it is going to be like this, this whole weekend is going to be like as with- shitty and cold as it was. Well, it was 46 when we went to dynamite on yep. Tuesday, yep. a high of 46. And yep. now it's like 75 and sunny. Oh yeah. It was a cold walk through the city with like wind <laughs> and like, just yeah. like all wrapped up in your coat and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, that's the, fucking um, Midwest weather for you. Oh there. yeah. And, and I mean, this is going to be perfect too, because like, I'm going to be like for my costume, it's going to be, you know, shorts and like sleeveless. Yeah. So so that'll certain that like that'll and help. it's a silent disco. I don't know if you were aware of that. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember they're, them they're setting it. it up in the garage. So I've I've actually never done a silent. Oh disco oh, oh they're before. fun. I've done yeah. two. I, I did one at Galaxy on okay. New Year's uh, on New Year's one time, and then I uh, the binary has got a famous one. That's the first yeah. one I did. Well, I think it's gonna be like a so it's in the garage, but it'll be like a come and go scenario. You oh, know, sure, it's like yeah. you can kind of just go in, go out, but uh. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, I guess, is there really anything else we need to discuss right now? I guess Bengals are three and three. That's tight. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, tough game against our world elite boys with the Saints, but uh, we got it done. And yeah. Andy Dalton threw two more pick sixes last yeah. or Thursday. Craptacular. <laughs> My bro. Oh, we were watching the FC Cincinnati playoff game. Did which they, win? They, they lost one nothing to Philly. It was tough, but a good game hell of a season and my brother had texted me he's like well in other news andy dalton just has thrown back-to-back pick six that's great <laughs> like right after the fc game ended but unbelievable yeah classic 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 um speaking of classic as we've been talking about and our new sponsor true classic wants you to look and feel your best even after a couple of brewskis or going full force on your fantasy football draft sure it's football season but it's also butt to couch season baby luckily true classic has the absolute best fitting clothing a man or woman can buy snug in the arms and chest with a little extra space in the torso Their t-shirts are designed to keep you cozy and highlight your best assets, no matter what you're up to. Mm -mm -mm. So if you're special, someone is upset that you're watching football all day, at least you can look good doing it. (laughs) (laughs) True Classic has helped over 2 million men find the perfect fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer, and for a limited time only, you can get 25% off with the code BBB at trueclassic.com. Tell them more, Beaumont. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs. Like you. Clearly, yeah. But for most of us, aren't packing anything but a few beers. Like fellas. Yeah, yeah, fellas, you're wearing the wrong clothes. True Classics tees taper off toward the bottom, but they fit tight around the chest, shoulders, 
you know, it's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can confidently throw on. Not only are you finally getting a t-shirt designed for the male body, if you, never before, but the first thing you'll notice is how soft it is. The colors are prime, too, like Deion Sanders, and you can even match your team of choice. They are soft, that's for sure. Well, you know they don't stop at tees. Uh, they are I your... Yeah, you you didn't. Yeah, I I had I I had an idea. Um, they're your one-stop shop for men's essentials, from polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit, to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable and mm. hidden away. Uh, mm. All of their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable prices. They have this dope pack builder on their website where you could custom bundle all their essential products and save even more than the discount we're offering you today. Dope. Wow. Yeah, DPB. And for the defense, the defense size players, you know, <laughs> outside of the cornerbacks and the safeties, they have long body options for the tall guys and up to triple XL on their staple colors. Whether you have abs or flabs or, or blabs, uh, their uh, clothes look great on all body types. Let's stop beer belly shaming with better clothes. And yeah, just, let's stop. Yeah, and just acting nicer to other people. Yeah. Uh, men, let's be team players here. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and help your friends out by telling about these tees as well. From Tall Steve's, Active Paul's, to Average Greg Goldman's, yep. True Classic has your back. Call us to action, Brett. It is about time you get your fit together. Update your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code BBB. Free shipping included on purchases over a hundred dollars. That's twenty five percent off at trueclassic.com with the code BBB. If there's one bet you should make this football season, it's on True Classic. True Classic, look good, feel good, and bet against the Steelers because they suck, even though they beat us. Good, not good. Good. Your balls will thank you. Wait, what? <laughs> Your body will thank you. Your body will thank you. Yes. <laughs> All Elite Wrestling Dynamite number 159 titled Tuesday coming to you from Cincinnati, Ohio, the Heritage Bank Center. Right off the bat, what'd you think uh, about the Heritage Bank Center compared to it at UC last time? Uh, inferior. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. pretty pretty well, bunk building. It is. And like, you know, the... um. I, like I guess, like they don't really. There, there's not really big prerogative because the main tenant is what the Cyclones, uh, yeah. minor league hockey. Yeah, you know. Um, but like you know, at least at a fifth third at the shoe, you know, like a we could walk there. B I remember they had like a craft beer station, and it was newly yeah. renovated as newly, well. Whereas yeah. I feel like this building hasn't been touched. Well, and Moxley even referenced it. Remember because there were all the sound issues. Like, remember the promos that they were like when the acclaimed came on the screen, like we couldn't hear shit, you know, yeah. it was like, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, but everybody loves the acclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> like we Classic. could only. So, yeah, the sound was bad. Moxley, even like as the show was off the air, remember, he like went up to one of the workers. He's like, what's your name? And he's like, whatever. And he's like, well, tell your boss the sound system here sucks. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was yeah, like yeah, as we yeah. were walking out. Yeah. Mm -hmm um but yeah this building does remind me of just wrestling though because i've yeah. been to so many old wwe shows there and whatnot you know moxley was saying he what smoked weed in the like on the bridge and whatever what he was saying when we were walking out as yeah. well that that building meant a lot to him but anyway 
like I said, we had an unbelievable night. It was the two of us, our friends, Rich, Staves, and Dan. Um, again, it was a bit of an unfortunate ending, which yes. we'll get to. But, man, the energy in that building from really even, like, I guess from the Varsity Blondes dark match, because Pillman, Cincinnati guy, I think that yeah. kind of got the crowd going. They wrestled the Work Horsemen, which was a very fine match. Yeah. And then I feel like there were probably, like, three good dark matches in a row. Right. And then we go right into the show, and it starts with a bang with uh, the Death Triangle with your boy, Alex Abrahantes, defeating the best friends in 11 minutes, 45 seconds in what was, I'll just use our friend Tom's term, a fuck of a match. Yeah. What a ton of fun being in the building for that one. Yeah, yeah, this is a great, it was definitely a thrilling opener, I think. You know, and always, like, I feel like I've watched so many AEW shows or, Maybe even the ones I've been to, Orange has always opened the show. Mm. Like, what a great person to open with. Yeah, and I think, did he, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we've been fortunate to see him at most that we've been to. And yeah, yeah I mean, what way to get, because immediately we're like, what's going to open the show? Because it's all title matches. And then his music, I think, was the first one. And it's like, oh, here we go. Here baby. we go, yeah. It was sick. And, and then, yeah, he had, as I mentioned, I think in the cold open, he had, this is the first time we've seen him as the All-Atlantic champ, and he brought it out in a backpack, which uh -huh. I thought was very funny, very Orange Cassidy of him. Mm -hmm. And then I remember, like, so Dan, you know, he doesn't watch a ton of wrestling, but he, you know, he knows who people are and whatnot, and I'm like... Yeah, I might be pulling for the death triangle. And then they have that badass entrance where it's like Penta in the middle, Phoenix on one side, Pack on the other, and then the lights. Boom, boom, boom. And then yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you root against these guys? Yeah, I know, right? And Dan's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the Lucha Bros. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just a great matchup here. You know, we've seen this before not too long ago. Um, but again, the... The Death Triangle won the last time, and they did win again. But I think there was some some doubt, and there was a very great near fall at the end when the best friends hit their double team move. Like it's called the Strong Zero, where Trent kind of has them hooked, and Chuck jumps off, and they yeah. slam them down. And it was a very very near fall. I think one of the Death Triangle broke it up, but. Mm. Man, I feel like this from the word or from the bell, like the action was hot, heavy, and they had the crowd on the edge of their seat. And I think it really set the tone for the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it definitely, like I said, it was a very exciting kind of match to open with. And uh, I mean, you know, especially with those guys, you know, Death Triangle kind of already always ups the excitement vertically. You know, Lucha Bros are just very acrobatic. Um, and then, you know, like best friends also like are no slouches either. I yeah. mean, you know, they're very, uh, underrated part of the card and i'm totally glad, you know, i like, always agree yeah and i'm glad orange is sort of getting his due finally getting a title you know so that they can you know kind of be kind of elevated at that spot you know orange's title kind of elevates them just in general for sure and yeah i say it all the time chuck taylor especially but yeah trent as well like those guys are very underrated great team mm -hmm. both good in singles action too i know chuck hasn't gotten as much singles run in aew but yeah. and then we also had the continued potential heel actions of pack yeah. as he grabbed that hammer at the ring bell again as yeah. he's been using to he beat orange with it He's beaten someone else with it. Uh, but remember, Phoenix stopped him. And he's yeah. like, no, no, we're not. Um, doing it. And then they ended up hugging after the match. But that, you know, that's been an interesting. And another thing to note, you know, because they've kind of got the heel tunnel and the face tunnel, the way they come out. 
Phoenix was in the face tunnel, Pac was in the heel tunnel, and Pento was right in the middle, which yeah. is interesting. Oh. I think that's basically how their characters are presented now. Like oh, Phoenix sure. has always been a baby face. Penta's always, you know, he's got that mean streak in him, and especially uh-huh. outside of AEW. Like yeah. I just watched him in AAA. He main evented in a mask versus mask match against uh-huh. this old guy named Viano Four. And it was just a bloodbath. And you got to see that nasty, gritty side of Penta. Like, both guys' masks were, like, ripped open. So much blood. And I don't know if you saw – there was an image of it. I'll have to send it to you. It was just, like, Penta covered in blood, his mask ripped, holding this dude's bloody mask. And someone made, like, a Mortal Kombat meme. Like a fatality. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was perfect. It had, like, a side-by-side, but Mm – um, but yeah, I like that kind of continued development. I mean, it seems like, you know, they're going to keep this group together, but it's like a different dynamic. You've got mm-hmm. the heel, you've got the face, you've got the tweener. Um, so yeah, I dig it. Um, and you yeah. know, just what a match to open the show. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. I think I said it to like Dan and Rich it's, and I know they'd seen them, but it's like seeing Phoenix live just hits different. Oh yeah. Well, especially what was it? The, um, it was the, it was in Milwaukee. It was the Lucha the Lucha Express. Yeah, yeah, that match. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. We've been fortunate with some some very fun matches, and that was a rampage match, right? It was. Believe, yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, great stuff there. And yeah, like I said, it seems like that you know the all three Death Triangle guys are on the same mm-hmm. page for now. Yeah. Uh, but Pack certainly trending Healy, no doubt. Um, then there was a video package, which we didn't really see or hear those, like I said earlier, because of the audio issues or, you know, those are the times you got to go get a bathroom, go to the bathroom or go get a beer. But there was a nice I rewatched most of the show. Right. I didn't rewatch, didn't want to rewatch the main event, but there was a nice video package here kind of promoting the Moxley uh, hangman match, which I know you hadn't seen the previous couple dynamites, but the build to this was as good as anything they'd done recently. So mm-hmm. um, then there was just a quick Britt Baker, Jamie and rebel promo, which they'll all come into play here after this next match. But we have our stupid interim. Why is it interim? Just let it be real. AEW women's championship with Tony storm, defeating Hikaru Shida only eight minutes, 44 seconds felt a little longer than that. Yeah. It did, did, yeah. Always, always love seeing Sheeta. I know she's been getting a lot more TV time lately. You know, Tony Storm's done a good, not great job with the belt. I think she's been a letter, little better than Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Um, you know, the matches have been solid, but, you know, nothing like that'll blow you away. And I think this kind of, the la- I remember the last like three minutes of this were really, really they good. Were, yeah. They had a lot of counters and near falls, but it took them a minute to get into it. Well, and I think in like the women's division too, like kind of to speak to like the um, you know, how good the title reigns have been. I think you know, Brits was six and like there's really no like good heel women other than Brit right now. And I think, you know, like having like a good like heel like in that sort of title conversation is what it's really been lacking, I think. Yeah. I mean, you've got Jade, but then she's got her own belt and her own thing, which yeah. again, that's still there shouldn't be two belts. You yeah. know, it do- doesn't make any sense. But yeah. yeah, like she's a heel and she's been on Rampage and doing her shit. But yeah, you're right. Like, especially since Britt lost the title, you know, there hasn't really been a huge, credible heel challenger where you yeah. really feel like the heel's going to win. And this, again, face versus face. 
Yeah. Thunder Rosa and uh, Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm face first face. Um, so I know we've talked about it, but Jamie Hayter, you know, her and Britt have teased breaking up a little bit. You know, the crowd is certainly getting more and more behind her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's looking better and better every week, both physically and in the ring. She keeps changing her hair. I dig yeah. it. I like it all. Um, but I'm hoping it's only a matter of time before she gets a crack at it. And fuck, I'd love her to win it because she's yeah. so damn good. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- th- there needs to be like an injection of excitement and direction and um oh what's sort of and um oh fuck god damn it the word, <laughs> word, word, the word, the word just and, and like intent yeah know? yeah like it just seems like it's it's very meandering and kind of wandering through the wilderness you know and i think like like i totally said you know, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad sheeta is getting her due and getting her time because it seems like after she lost that title to brit it like you know well, she scaled. wasn't on TV for like a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It scaled like way back in which yeah. dark matches and stuff like that. And now, you know, she's um, she's getting that chance again. But yeah, there needs to be like direction and intent. And Jade's really the only person where there's like direction, there's intent, there's, you know, like some sort but of... But it a, still hasn't moment. really been that good either. No, no, and like, I think she needs like real challengers other yes. than like the mid-card level Correct. of AEW women's division. Yep. Well, the real story here happened after the match, which first it was Jamie Hayter and Rebel sliding in from behind with a crutch and attacking. I think they attacked Tony. Mm-hmm. Then Britt came out the front entrance in her fucking Najee Harris Steelers jersey. Oh, yeah. Got, got, <laughs> got, got, got a nice shower. Once again, move. great, great cheap heat move. Of course, she knew what she was doing. Um, and then it was Soraya, which at first I thought Jamie Hayter might have been Soraya because their hair looks somewhat similar. But then Soraya came in, beautiful, bright colored outfit, and her and Britt were throwing hands again. Love to see it. And then the big surprise, we get Riho back yeah. out of nowhere in her nice uh, pink tennis outfit, it seemed yeah. like. Yeah, it's what seemed, yeah. She was flying all over the place, and uh, man, it was great to see her because we hadn't seen her in quite a bit. And nope. um, funny enough, I'd seen her and Sheeta oppose each other in a tag match in TJPW like two weeks ago. Yeah, now they're both here. What, um, no, what's TJPW again? Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Okay, so I, gotcha. probably the number two women's company behind Stardom. Okay, I would say so. Yeah, it's been really good this year. Like, I kind of have just started watching it since like the middle of the year, but mm. um. Yeah, again, great to see Riho back. And now, okay, now we've got these these parts. We've got Soraya and Britt. We've got Riho in the mix with yeah. Tony and um, Jamie Hayter. And yeah. she does involve. So, like, okay, what can we do with all these pieces? Yeah. I mean, it really is like, let's tell some compelling stories. I think right. that's what they've been lacking. Like you said, intent. Like, uh-huh. what is the point of all this? Mm-hmm. So, you've got the talent, you've got the pieces. I think a big thing is, you know, they haven't really dedicated enough time to it. You right. know, you've only got so much TV time and Rampage, man, I feel like Rampage just gets more mediocre by the week. I yeah. just watched it earlier. It was fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's just nothing really to get excited about there. Um, but yeah, this was good stuff. Good match. Great post-match stuff. Obviously, Soraya is they say she's cleared to wrestle and she hasn't wrestled in shit like five or six years. So that's going to be exciting when that happens. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm digging all of this. I like all the pieces here. So let's uh, let's make it make sense. Like you said, (laughs) Um, then there was a quick Ward Joe 
promo. God, mm-hmm. I hate that name. It's so WWE. Like, it is. Yeah. Back in the day, like uh, Jericho and Big Show were Jericho. Jericho. Show. Yeah. yeah, Jericho, yeah. There's show, all yeah. sorts of those. It's like, like you know, like those are um, portmanteaus. Is is, is what is what that uh, figure of speech is. What is it? It's called a portmanteau. When you take two names, P-O- I've never heard that. Yeah, it's, it's spelled port P O R T M A N T E A U, like Bo, but without the T. With the interesting, B. Joe but yeah, Portmanteau. Yeah. Joe Portmanteau. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's basically when you take like two words and sort of like yeah, smush them together. Like also that. in Wheel of Fortune, they call that before and after. Before and after is yeah. what the category is, where it's like two phrases that kind of blend together into yeah. one. But yep. But yeah, dumb name. Uh-huh. They, so they were talking about the kingdom, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, who just came over from Impact. They yeah. debuted on last week's Rampage. Mm-hmm. They were big Ring of Honor guys down the stretch. Tom loves these guys. They're pretty solid. I'm happy to see them, but I wish they were still an Impact, to be honest. Because yeah. um, again, there's they're just going to get lost in the shuffle over here, yeah. but... I think so. They're going to be challenging FTR for the Ring of Honor Tag Championship. So hopefully they'll be just like Ring of Honor people yeah. as they were. Because I know TK said they're going to do one more. They're doing a final battle pay per view in December for Ring of Honor, and he said something like they should have weekly TV early next year. So yeah. again, like we'll see what these rosters look like when that happens. But if they sign those dudes to be a part of Ring of Honor, totally fine. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're great. And I think that that would be better for AEW too. Cause then like honestly, I guess you could still keep keep Rampage around. I mean, you know, they have a big enough roster to have fights, but to like mm-hmm. I think that would just make everything better just to sort of get like, you know, like have sort of a, a caster group that is Ring of Honor yeah. centric. You know, I think that would like lend a lot more sort of focus to what's going on and then they wouldn't have to worry about like including all these different people like in the limited amount of time that they have. Totally agree. And then after that, we got an FTR backstage promo. I think we could actually hear this, but it's so quiet. Like it's not loud enough, but basically mm-hmm. Keith Lee interrupted them and they're going to wrestle swerve in our glory next week for the number one contendership, even though FTR has been number one contender for six months. Um, yeah. But this match should be great. You know, it's like, obviously, FTR shouldn't have to wrestle to be number one contender. No. It's that whole situation is stupid. We've it talked is. at length about it, but I ain't complaining about this match. Um, obviously, Swerve in Our Glory did a heck of a job as champs, and they're kind of similar to Death Triangle in the sense that Swerve is essentially a full heel right now, yep. and Keith Lee is pretty much a full baby face. So. Yep. You know, that team dynamic is interesting. I assume they're going to break up and wrestle one-on-one at some point. Um, But, yeah, I think that'll be a hell of a match. And are we finally heading towards FTR versus the acclaimed at full gear? Hopefully. Like, please, you know, like that would be like, I mean, FTR does need to be in that mix. I mean, it will be a face versus face thing, you know. Yeah. Who do you got? If that happens, which I assume it will, because – I, I just can't imagine FTR not winning that match. They've yeah. been they've been at the top for so long. So let's just say, do a little fantasy booking. We're just shy of a month away. FTR versus the acclaimed for the AEW tag titles. Who you got right now? Probably FTR. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Probably, you know, and I think like the the AEW tag team like more so than any of the other big titles like hops around a whole lot. You know, but with a sense of direction too, unlike the TNT title. Yeah, yeah. I know the TNT title sort of like just stuck on more low, 
you know. Um, Ever since like, they moved to TBS, as we yeah. said, they've been disrespected. Yeah, they've, they've just been wiping their butt with it, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, but like I think the acclaimed are young enough to, that they'll all that they'll get back in the mix again. Like and they they're so need, over too. They like are, if, yeah. if they lose, like that's not going to hurt them. No, much. not at all. Yeah, they'll still get to do their like intro raps and stuff like that. You know, like their sort of character, you know, isn't like contingent on winning a title. Like no. they don't have to have the title to to do the raps and be entertaining Correct. every week. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So that will be very, very interesting, assuming that's the direction we're going. And I imagine the crowd will be hot as hell for that match because everyone loves the acclaimed and FTR. So yeah, exciting stuff ahead in that area. Then we had another backstage segment with Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt with Darby Allen and our good friend Alex Marvez. Yeah. And Lethal and Dutt or really lethal just kind of started beating the shit out of Darby. And then what they lowered that garage yeah. on him. And I think he had him in the figure four as he was yeah. being crushed by the garage door. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for it. I mean, I, I like that they've been consistently using Jay lethal these right. last few months. Cause the guy is legit. Um, and he deserves it. And Darby. Yeah. Always happy to see him in a new story. And, uh, I don't think these two have wrestled yet. So should no. be interesting when it does. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. It will be. Yeah. Okay, and now the moment of the night. Holy shit. One of the moments of the year, if you ask me. The MJF William Regal promos. Yeah, yeah. I remember just kind of being beside myself, just so locked in during this I know. Like, 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 like just, you The know, whole like, building, it was building. like silent. And yeah. Everyone was, and I remember turning to Staves, I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, like, yeah. it felt so real because I think it was so real. All yeah. of it from both sides is like, holy shit, like, that's what you want from yeah. wrestling. Like, when it gets real, that's when it gets so fucking good. And like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, where to even start with this? Like, we don't really need to talk about the whole damn thing. But, like, MJF was the biggest baby face in the fucking building. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's who people wanted to see. You know, and even though booing him is, like, part of it. Not that night. Not Not that that night. night. Yeah, even though. And and even, like, he had the tweet where um, he had Skyline Chili and he was, like, (laughs) not mid. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) Yeah, my bad. And that was before the show. So that kind of, like. You know, he'd already kind of been teasing some babyface behaviors, mm-hmm. but like when he did that, and then the way he acted, it was like, holy shit! So yeah, yeah he basically it was going to be it was Shivani and William Regal, and basically before Regal could get a word in, yeah, and this was a lot like the promo with CM Punk. I thought, you know, the one where he talked about how he looked up to CM, like it's always like a big story about like some past difficulty and his connection with the wrestler who was like above him then yes no yeah and like like victimizing himself correct he he does not do that a whole lot no 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 no. i think only those two times yes this time and then when he really cut that baby face promo on cm punk yeah which two of the promos of the year no doubt about it well then then you have the the la promo you know the one in uh, the dk is yeah that's a you know i mean just give mjf all the trophies yeah for sure yeah but yeah basically this you know he talked about a story when he was 19 years old and he got to do extra work for wwe and william regal was impressed and he pulled him into a room and said hey kid give you got three minutes to impress me 
And he's and MJF said your jaw was on the floor after, and then he kept sending him matches, and eventually Regal stopped responding. And Max has read that email every day since then. And then Regal's comeback was unbelievable. He's like, I left home when I was 16 and I had to fight and fight and fight to get in this business. And he's like, if if that email is the worst thing that's happened to you, then you've had it easy, sunshine. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was so fucking good on both. Like, so it's like after MJF cuts that incredible promo, it's like, how is Regal going to respond to that? And yeah. Regal still got one over on oh, him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like MJF kind of left with his head buried in his hands a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. But mm-hmm. again, yeah, just the energy in that building. Like you said, it. I think all however many thousand people were in there, like were locked the fuck in. No yeah. one was like moving a muscle. Like I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like it was something special yes, to it be was. in there for. Exactly. And man, it was awesome. Um, yeah. You got anything else to add about it? I'm sure there's. Nothing oh, I... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say the one. So another thing that I thought was interesting when MJF was talking, he said, Regal, had said, like, if I put my name on someone in this business, that's a big deal. And he mentions Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and John Moxley, the three Blackpool Combat Club guys. And then when Regal's talking, he basically, one, he's like, I'm seeing it right now in front of me, and this makes me happy. But then he's like, essentially, I don't remember the words, but it's almost like he was talking about you need to beat John Moxley without yeah. him saying that. It, it's like stop taking shortcuts is what he was saying. And right. like, you need I don't remember. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was insinuating like, go get the job done on yourself, prove it, and then you're the man. Yeah. And then they announce at the end of the night, it's MGF versus Moxley at full gear. So, yep. Man, this build is going to be amazing. Regal's clearly going to be in the middle of it some way because, yeah. like, he and MJF now have this bond on television, mm-hmm. you know, and Moxley is Regal's guy. So mm-hmm. buckle the fuck up for the next 28 days or whatever on the road to full gear. Shit. And I love, I love that he cashed in the chip for the match at full gear, which yeah. is what I had said. From the get go, mostly on Tim King's show, the oh, wrestling right. index. It's like it's, it's I don't want, I don't want him to money in the bank. It no, yeah, no, that would be cheap, and that would get like so many negative comparisons. And, you know, like that they would, were that teasing would, that so heavily. I'm like, I really, really, really don't want. Hope that. it's not like that. And that would just like the 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 toxicity and negativity <laughs> of the discourse that would come from that. Like, ugh, like I could just smell it. And know? now um, we get yeah. MJF. In this state, you know, like baby face ish, you know, kind of uh, yeah. a new attitude, maybe against the top of the fucking mountain, John Moxley. And it's like, okay, kid, go out. And if you can beat him, then you're the fucking guy. Yeah. Where's full gear at? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Prudential Center. Oh, gotcha. Seton Hall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be spectacular. Yeah, and I'm sure I love. Like, there's so much, but the, like MJF at one point is like, "This is real life," you know, and it's like it is. It really is. Like yeah. all, like I just have it up here. I mean, there's so it was so great. I don't mm-hmm. know. You all saw. If you're listening to this show, you all saw it. And yeah. Just know that if being in the building was something. Fucking oh yeah, stuff. yeah. Like I said, like that that entire thing that it was silence. There is engagement. You know, palpable tension and. And energy and like yeah, like it was definitely probably the most like 
locked in I've ever seen a wrestling crowd out of the very small slice I've been to. But this is yeah. probably in terms of like weight of the moment, you yeah. know, probably uh, probably the, you know, the biggest I'm the biggest I would say thing, you know. not even close from yeah. the shows I've been with you. Yeah. Like that's one of the coolest, best things I've ever seen, period, at a wrestling show. And I've been to, I don't know, 25 plus in my life. So yeah. another funny thing I know I keep saying, but then he yeah. was talking about how night is like Tony Shivani is like, can you put your hands on Mr. Shivani? Don't yeah. put your hands on Mr. Shivani. <laughs> like, uh, oh, and then, it, okay, the very end, he's like, okay, you want to take a shortcut? Then hit me. And he turned his back to him, and MJF was like, like acting like he was going to hit him, and he couldn't. And then it ended with Regal saying, you still have a lot to learn. Yeah. So, again, that kind of closes it, and now we've got a month to full gear. Boy, it's going to be fucking tight. It and is. then I remember, so this ended, and it's like a collective breath from the audience, like a, what the fuck? What do you do now? Yeah. What you do now is throw out Dalton Castle and boys. <laughs> Cause it's like, how do you come back from that? Yeah. Like it was so emotional. Like yeah. again, like we said, the crowd was so into it. It really was like pretty heavy, heavy shit. Yeah. So you lighten the mood with the boys, baby. And yeah, they're uh, fun. Yeah. How great was the, all of that? Just yeah. like the live experience of all of that was just very cool. Yes. Um, Actually, I realized once, so the two main boys who, like, wrestle with him, they're, like, the Ring of Honor six-man tag. So the rest of them were, like, just extras. And I know one of them was an indie wrestler that I know from here. So that really? was pretty oh, oh, that's sick. He You're was, like, posting boys. pictures, yeah, yeah, that he was one of the boys. But, yeah, yeah very fun. Um, well, here, let's just, what is, uh, Chris Jericho defeats Dalton Castle. Here we go. With boy three, boy four, Brandon, and Brent. <laughs> <laughs> boy three and brandon boy and brent are the ones that actually wrestle yeah yeah so that's those funny the two boy permanent three. boys boy yeah three. i so, guess so, so. <laughs> so your buddy was either boy three or boy four no i think he was one so they were like remember because they were like oh, 10, 10. oh so yeah so i'm guessing boy, that you know. they were just boys yeah <laughs> um but yeah this was just good fun for sure um oh i did forget a couple promos before but we'll we'll go back to them not a big deal um you know jericho continuing on his quest to defeat all former ring of honor world champs so you knew he wasn't gonna lose here but no this was just a ton of fun i mean the boys remember the boys like took hager's bucket hat at one point they were like fucking with him and then all kind of beating up on him and then i think he threw him around at one point it wasn't like like a big pink fluffy head it was a purple bucket hat yeah because it was the one uh, jericho had given daniel garcia as a gift a few weeks ago garcia discarded it and hager took it yeah um but yeah dalton castle you know aside from all the hoopla and everything like guys a pretty good wrestler and it was a, a very fun match too yeah it, yeah no it definitely was like i don't know i've seen dalton Cat. Yeah. where have i seen him before i know he i've seen fought, him somewhere. yeah he was on battle of the belts two or three yeah 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 he wrestled jonathan seen... gresham but yeah that, that that's like a pretty fun like spectacle match good contrast with like chris jericho for sure know? Um, and I think that that made this whole thing kind of fun because like who like who's Jericho kind of building toward with that? Like I assume that like like the last Ring of Honor champion he's going to face is at like full gear. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of them out there still. Yeah. Um, like who would be the big in this one? company? So I think it'll be people outside, like guys like Davey Richards, uh, who the UW Pod interviewed recently. Great interview. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. There's so many. Like they could fucking bring Kenta over. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he was ever a champ, but he was involved. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about it because yeah, like in within AEW, I mean like Adam Cole, but he's been hurt. I'm just trying to think of guys. Well, Samoa who, Joe. Is yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean he's the television champ right now. Yeah. But yeah, he was obviously a ring of Jay Lethal was, yeah. but you know, he's kind of doing his own thing right now. Yeah. And that'd be heel versus heel, right. which wouldn't really work as well. So I don't know. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jericho's matches have been a hell of a lot better. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's I mean, like we've talked about like, it, but he's yeah. gotten himself in like much better shape than he was yeah. like a year ago. And yeah, no, all of his matches, like especially when they've had big singles things, and we thought his singles, or at least I thought his singles days were you know, maybe not entirely behind him, but solidly yeah. in the rear view. And um, they're not. He's proved us wrong, you know, the last like six months, especially. But yes. um, yeah, Cap Dalton had hit his bangerang finisher, but Jericho kicked out and then he hit him with a nice Judas effect for the win. Mm-hmm. And then after the match, Jericho, you know, talks about all the Ring of Honor people he's beating. And then he's like, and commentators. And they go grab Ian Riccoboni off the commentary yeah. desk. And he's about to beat him up. And then Jerry Lynn, who was a backstage producer for AEW, who I believe was a, I don't know if he was a Ring of Honor champ, but he was definitely involved. Um, you know, great older wrestler. He was awesome. So, and then what they tomb, he tombstone pile drove Jerry Lynn. So I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Like, and then BJ Whitmer, my buddy backstage, he was a ring of honor guy. So I'm just curious how deep this is going to go because yeah. now he's fucking up producers. I dig it. I think it's yeah. a great story, you know, because especially because ring of honor is all about handshake before the match and honor and, and all and, this. And he's kind of like shitting on all of Correct. it. Feeling, so yeah, I think he's bigger it. than it. Yeah. Yes. I dig it for sure. I know there were people when Claudio dropped the belt to Jericho that were like pissed off. It's like, I think this is great. Yeah. I think it's an interesting story. There's a lot of mileage you can get out of it. Oh yeah, well, well, that's like narrative and like, like you know, kind of that with the heelness versus just like in ring stuff, you know. And like, exactly. I guess I usually don't associate like people being on the mic and talking shit and kind of like you know, like that kind of stuff with Ring of Honor, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting, like you said, to see who it is at full gear. But like Davey Richards, for example, like on that interview with the UW pod, they kind of asked him about AEW or Forbidden Door. And he said, like, there's there might be some things in the works. And he's someone so he had kind of gotten out of wrestling for a while, became like a paramedic. Um, so he's just gotten back in in the last yeah. like year or two, and he's great. So like it would be awesome to see Davey Richards come into mm-hmm. AEW. Like, he's like a he's like a fucking bulldog. He's yeah. small, but he's like relentless submission guy. He could strike with you. I think you'd really like him. But again, there's a lot more people as well that this could go through. But yeah. uh, I'm riveted. I enjoy it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So the promos we missed. What were they? Fucking. Oh, is the okay? So it was the Danielson Wheeler you to sit down mm-hmm. with Renee, which mm-hmm. actually was important because I didn't, we couldn't hear shit in the arena, but I watched it again and it was pretty much all about, you know, Danielson being like surprised that Garcia ended up turning his back on him after all. And like Wheeler's just sitting there with like a grin on his face and mm-hmm. he's like, what do you mean? Like, this is what he's been doing all along. Claudio mm-hmm. and I could see it from a mile away. Yeah. And it was kind of like causing a rift a little bit between Danielson and the Blackpool Combat Club, which, mm-hmm. again, I like. 
Um, and now this week or next week on Dynamite, we're going to get Claudio and Yuta against Jericho and Garcia. So where will Danielson kind of fit in that mix? Because it'll be interesting. It really kind of made Danielson look like a bit of an idiot, and Wheeler look like a hey, you're an idiot. <laughs> so yeah. I, again, I I liked it. So where does it go from here? I don't know. And then there was something. Oh, that was the acclaimed and shit. So they ended up beating the varsity athletes, as they're known, Tony Nese and Josh Woods. Mm-hmm. I think they got the trademark back. So because mm-hmm. they ended up taking out Mark Sterling after, which it was actually funny. Sterling was wearing a bright pink suit with like mm-hmm. scissors on it. And, it yeah. was, and, and those two guys were scissoring. And obviously everyone was pissed, but the acclaimed one. So that's good. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Jade. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so now we're getting this is the main event. Um man, it sucks. Um, it's just what a like I said, that was such a great, great show to like be in the build. Like well, I can't say enough about how great of a time I had and yeah. like one of the most fun and awesome wrestling shows I've ever been to. And then this was the main event, my two favorite wrestlers. Like I was so excited for the match and the match was awesome. You know, like we were sitting in the section basically right where Moxley came out and hangman attacked him. We were right there, like what 15 rows back. So like, it was cool to be kind of right in that action. Mm -hmm. And then they ended up brawling more into the crowd and, the match was great while it was going again. I don't really remember too much of it. Cause you know, after the fact, all that you could remember was the injury and mm-hmm. how the show ended. Like I said, I didn't rewatch it. I didn't really, I, I heard that he hurt his head. So it Your wasn't, concussion, right? it wasn't Moxley hitting him, but he did like the backflip bump on the clothesline and landed on his head. Yeah. 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 Cause so, I know it was a clothesline, right? That did it. Yeah. yeah. So Mox hit him, but it was more the bump he took as opposed yeah. to the hit. Moxley strike. Yeah. Correct. So it's just a shame, you know, cause that's something you see all the time when guys do clotheslines, they flip over. Yeah. And it was fucking scary, you know, like, and I'm like, is this a work? Because yeah, you, we, we no, you always yeah. got to think about yeah, yeah, we that, didn't know cause unfortunately. Because like, Mox kind of like, well, after the bell was rung, yeah, after the, they called the match, like Mox kind of paraded around yeah. a little bit. And, but I mean, I guess that's what you're supposed to do yeah. in that moment. You're not supposed to like stop and like look with like a lot of concern unless I guess, you know, it's a horrible horrible injury yeah you know? which it's, when yeah. they brought him brought the stretcher out it's like holy shit man like and i'm where we're sitting you couldn't see him land like because we're kind of like our mox's back was to us essentially when mm-hmm. he hit the clothesline yeah. and you don't really see anything and then all of a sudden you see the doctor in there and then the ref looking at him and it's like oh shit and then they ring the bell just a very, very unfortunate situation. Yes. Sounds like Hangman is okay. He tweeted out the next day something about, like, you know, thank you to everyone who helped me out. You yeah. know, mentioned, mentioned some names, even yeah. mentioned our guy BJ. Um, but, you know, it seems like he's fine. But it was yeah. just crazy. I was at the Bengals game on the field for the Tua hit, which was fucking scary. Yeah. And then this shit happening. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> protect your head, people. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's just like not to be yeah. fucked with. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah, it de- I'm not going to lie. It put a fucking damper on the show. It, it put a fucking damper on the night. And it you wasn't know? anyone's fault. It wasn't. Anybody, no, no. You know, it it just, just is what it is. A what bad it is. stroke of luck. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I 
I think we were all feeling pretty jacked throughout the whole show. And then after that, I'm like, I don't even really want to do any. Did you guys end up going out at we all? Did. After? Yeah, we went to, we went to village. Yeah. 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 Dan and I just went to, we went to Coxie chili. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Got some and, food. and funny enough. So I didn't show you this, but there was a guy in the crowd who was wearing a bullet club bone soldier sweatshirt, yeah. which is Taiji Ishimori and uh-huh. <laughs> Azar and I always kind of joke about it. So I sent him a picture. That same motherfucker was in Dixie Chili. Oh, afterwards. really? Did you <laughs> go to the, the Spider-Man turn off the dark? One? Of course. Of course. Classic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we ate in. Yeah, we ate yeah, in. It, there it was go. great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, incredible night. This unfortunately put a bit of a damper on it, but like you said, it, it it is what it is. It was out of anyone's control. It was scary. We're yeah. just happy he's okay. But then I turned. I think it was you were like, "Well, there's ten minutes left in the show." Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because I I had said something like, "I don't know, maybe it's a work." And then you're like, "No, there's ten minutes left." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, no, yeah. he's actually hurt." Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, again, it's all a bit blurry to me, and I didn't rewatch it, but it seemed like you know, Mox, like you said, was kind of pacing around, and then yeah, yeah. MJF came out, right? Yeah, after they got Hangman out. Well, Mox yeah. started talking, and he was like, "Well, we hope Adam's gonna be okay." Da da da. But and then boom, boom, you know, the MJF comes out. Yeah. Which I guess that was the plan all along. Like Mox was going to beat Hangman. Yes, I would. I would think so. And I think, you know, setting up for this match, I think, was probably the plan ultimately. So, yeah, I guess MJF came out with the chip, you know, almost like acting as if he was maybe going to cash it in. But then did he just he just grabbed a microphone and he was like, fuck it, you know, like, yeah, he, he, he handed it to like a production person. Or something, and then just kind of like was very intent, like full gear, you know. Yeah. See you there, Mike. You know, I do, like I do want to rewatch these promos after because yep. they're important, you know. And like we uh, said, I, I, I wonder what they did on TV with the intro. Did they cut away? I don't like, know. Like I'm, I'm actually curious because, because I mean, obviously we were there, so we had to kind of see the yeah. awkward interstitial moment. But yeah. I assume on TV, if like that would have been really telling too, because like I bet on people on TV if they cut away. Then you know it's not a fucking work. Yeah, you know, or or, sure. or, or much more clearly not one. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm okay. Okay, so MJF said, "I'm cashing my chip in at full gear because for the first time, and look at me when I say this, Regal, you piece of shit. For the first time in my miserable life, I'm going to earn it." Wow. So there you go. Yeah, I guess maybe I don't know if Regal was even out there if he was just directing it towards him. Yeah. Oh, he probably might have been on commentary because yeah. it usually is for Blackpool matches. So yep. there it is. You know, yes. like just basically like Regal said. Mm-hmm. And now, now here's the question: mm-hmm. When does MJF still cheat to win? I hope. I, I, you know, very like, good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's gonna be like the big that's like, narrative. The, like, there will be yeah, a moment probably where he has a weapon. Like the, there's that classic spot. It happens a lot where yeah. someone has a weapon and they're about to use. Like Hangman's done it. He did it with the Bucks, I think, or yeah. Cole recently, where it's like that moment of hesitation. Yeah. So I think we're gonna get that, and yeah, it's gonna be a fucking thrilling match. Yes, it is, no doubt about it. <clears throat> I'm gonna put you on the spot right now and ask you who wins that one too. As of right now, what do you think? This is hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to say MJF just because Moxley's just had two very like hell. Like if you cut cut out the punk stuff, like the punks like less than a week, you know, rain. You know, Moxley's yeah. had. Had the belt for how long? Um, 
since double or nothing since, or since right after no since uh forbidden May. door forbidden door so For, like end end of june because it, it, it was vacated because punk beat hangman at double or nothing yeah and then it was vacated like two weeks later yeah and then it was mox tanahashi at forbidden door for the interim title yeah which moxley and, won and, and then he, he defeated punk for to combine them but then punk beat him it all out and yeah. then it was vacated yeah. immediately in, in, in aw needs this they need an mjf win yeah. i think that would be you know i think that, it, that, it's gonna yeah. be mjf i think it has to be at this yeah. point and i'm i'm just happy this is the way it's gonna go down and not yeah. the bullshit cashing in like yeah whether he cheats or not you know i don't care because now that's that's the story of the match like is mm. he truly going to earn it or is he going to be the same old MJF that we've known the whole time? Yeah. But so, I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if he didn't win it here. You know, I yeah. think ever since he came back, this is what everyone has wanted and he definitely deserves it. I mean, we've been saying for years on this show that week in week out, he is the most entertaining usually by far. I yeah. mean, it's, it's incredible how good this guy is, but agreed. Yeah, amazing show, amazing time, bummer ending, especially for my boy Hangman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any uh, anything else to add? Any final thoughts, huh? Boo! He did the mesh. you what Belmont Michael Myers sure is scary but the last thing you need is to be hairy this Halloween <laughs> luckily our friends at Manscaped launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day Ooh, turn your bite-sized treat into a king-size candy mm. and join the <laughs> six million <laughs> worldwide and trust manscape by going to manscape.com for 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bbb that's right 20 percent off free shipping with bbb make the right call this spooky season it's trick or trim well, let me tell you there, Brett, you really Halloween killed that. <laughs> oh, and have you ever tried to trim your balls and it turned into a Freddy Krueger film? Yes. Yeah. Well, luckily, Manscaped is here to save the day and make sure you're feeling your best in your costume. Unlock your confidence with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming items. Mm. They've made it easy for you to upgrade your grooming routine. It's a full moon out in the werewolf in your pants is howling. Oh! <laughs> uh, it's time to tackle that problem with the Lawnmower 4.0. They're finely tuned pube products featuring a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to the advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 is easily the greatest ball trimmer on the planet. Easy. Oh. Did I mention the trimmer is waterproof too? Oh! This trimmer is a shower essential. The mm. Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker, a total game changer to your men's hygiene arsenal. The Weed Whacker is a nose and ear trimmer, hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin safe technology that prevents nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Mm. Of course, we got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the of Crop Reviver Ball Toner that will help your pumpkins stay fresh in the patch. <laughs> uh, trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will be thank you. <laughs> Manscaped also la just launched their new body buffer. Ooh. 
This uh, 100% antibacterial body scrubber is just what you need to keep you fresh and clean this Halloween. I think of Michael Buffer with that. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is the main event of the evening. It is. And, and even they threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The bring Shed. Your, yes. Bring your comfort in boxers to another level. Also, if you're looking like Wolverine and hadn't cut your nails recently, uh, look into the Shears 2.0 nail kit. Brett, Halloween ends it. Do it. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloween with Manscaped. And I'll tell you what, your balls will thank you. Your balls will be thank you. Yes. Boo, 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 boo. You did the monster, man. I guess uh, not 100% confirmed yet, but in terms of live shows, I think we'll be attending Monday Night Raw oh, in, in Louisville, Louisville uh, November, November right? 14th. Oh, yeah, that ain't that ain't far away. Is I it? need what? to confirm with Jamie, but um, yeah. yeah, I think we can get multiple tickets for yeah. free no yeah so. I'd be, yeah yeah no I, i'm super down to go i yeah. mean I, i'll have to teach the next day but but fuck it it'll be yeah good. um and then keep in mind that friday as well is impact at paris town hall again so oh see that'll be a, that'll be a nice little weekend fuck yeah it. so i don't have tickets for that yet but we can i mean they're them. not expensive right like It'll 20 like bucks 30 bucks 30 yeah. bucks gotcha so yeah a couple more live shows for us coming up and um shit that's also full gear weekend yeah oh wow so, <laughs> so, so we'll be- have monday night raw on the 14th friday the 18th or yeah friday the 18th impact and then the full gears on a saturday oh I thank god it. yeah yes. yeah thank god yeah so i guess i'll just stay down in louisville yeah. i mean not all i'll come down from monday come yeah. home and then come back down friday and just stay till that sunday i guess so yeah yes sir well, shit yeah that's exciting Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's gonna be a fun week. You know, like like that's gonna be like a nice like act, like we'll have a lot to talk about. That'll be a big O episode, won't it? Yeah, yeah. That'll yeah, be yeah. a big one. We might have to split it. Maybe we do one on Raw, yeah. like one on WWE, like midweek. Oh, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but next week we're hoping to review one of the shittiest and funniest pay per views of all time, Halloween Havoc '95, with a special yeah. guest. So. Hopefully we can get that solidified and that'll be a ton of fun. Yes. And if you are going out this weekend for Halloween, be safe. Yes, be Don't safe. Don't be a dick. Be safe. Only eat candy and pre-packaged wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Cool. Bye.
Belmont. Michael Myers, <laughs> he sure is scary, but the last thing you need to be is Harry this Halloween. Oh, real quick, uh, did, did Lee see the new um, Halloween movie? Yeah, we watched it together. Oh, you all both saw it? Yeah, apparently th there was a lot of, of polarization about it. I know, kind of we both it. liked it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was curious what you all thought, because I haven't seen it, but I've listened to the RLM review. and, and Yeah, um, obviously we'll cut this out, but um, yeah, we both enjoyed it. There's definitely some corny, dumb shit in it, as expected, but yeah, I mean, and I heard, you know, people in that Twitter group and whatever were like shitting all over it, but I was entertained. Here, I mean, we'll just start. We could just start all over again. Yeah, I think it was different. Like Michael Myers wasn't in it that much, which I think was what pissed people off a lot. Yeah. But as of in a vacuum, I thought it was pretty solid. Cool. All right.